it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello Hello, welcome back to another episode of Um Hello, I am Cookie. And I'm G-Wow. Together we're Cookie and G-Wow, your hosts of this amazing episode by episode Jersey Shore Recap Podcast. Mm, and let's just say these, this next episode, this episode was a little wild. Oh yeah, episode five of season two. It's called The Letter, but you know it, you love it as The Note. Which is, it's hilarious that Sammy put it through a whole rebrand. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she's the first one to call, I think she's the first one to call it the note and then it became yep. that going forward. Yep. It was all the letter until Sammy, it was until it was in Sammy's hands and then it became the note. She only called it the letter once, everything else, it was the note. So we jump straight into it and the girls are telling Angelina that it's written, it's ready to be posted. Mm-hmm. And she, again, uh, as we saw last week, is completely trying desperately to remove herself from it and she's nobody called her out for it but she's like I didn't see anything I didn't say anything like girl yes you did everything we wrote in the note you said everybody knows that that there's a bomb about to explode and nobody wants to be any part of lighting it but I feel like nobody's innocent like the girls Mm. aren't innocent Angelina's not innocent Uh, but uh, like why are they all taking blame for something that's literally Ronnie's fault And you know what, we were talking about it a little bit right before we started, that we remember this differently than it actually is. I I think seeing it through adult eyes or maybe having a lot of retrospect makes it seem different. When I first watched it, I was in high school still, and I definitely thought Sam was in the wrong because I was like, "They they tried to help you and you didn't take the help. And now in retrospect, I feel like everybody's wrong but Sam. They wronged her on such a, like... Maybe she didn't handle it the best way she could have, but they fucked her over. Well, they did, but I feel like what's, I mean, I don't say that Sammy's the only one who's not in the wrong. I think she's just so traumatized that I feel like she doesn't know how to deal with anything. So looking at this through adult eyes, I literally just feel so bad. And I'm so confused why production didn't like do more to help her or like offer for her to have a break. Cause I just feel like she was literally dealing with like psychological trauma where you, she doesn't know what's real, what's false. And there's cameras everywhere. So she's to be on 24 seven, every, everything she's getting asked is being recorded. She knows it's going to be publicized. Like that's so much to deal with on top of just a guy that she's in love with. Well, not, at the time, we weren't having the conversation that we are now necessarily about gaslighting. Uh, yeah. Sam was True. being gaslit from every angle. Up, every down, single, and sideways. Every person was making her feel crazy because she w- she went to all seven people in the house and everyone, no, I, I didn't see anything. I wasn't even there that night. I can't even imagine. The poor girl must feel like she's in like some Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep this in or not, but when I was in college, I was in a sorority and like there was this whole like, I don't even know what to call it, this like Gina takedown for some reason where like everybody wanted me to be out, but nobody would tell me like anything in my face and like all these meetings and things were happening behind my back and I had no idea. And then eventually they like held a meeting where they like kicked me out. And when I talked to everybody after everyone like pointed fingers like, oh, no, it wasn't my idea. It was this person's idea. No, it was that person's idea. And it was like 
the craziest thing and this is a sorority so like girls are nuts mm-hmm. and they literally held a meeting where the topic was me and I was not allowed to attend and so that was like a lot of trauma oh and I God. still am like mildly yeah. convinced that everybody in my life is like conspiring against me at all times but it's totally oh fine gosh. I talk about it in therapy so well, okay. I kind of feel for Sam in this moment because I feel like like based on what I went through in college, I'm just like, yeah, when you like don't know what's real, you don't know who to trust, but you're just stuck there. And yeah. you're like, this is my life, though. I'm here. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Oh, my God. What do you do? You just is that I is went that to the... therapy. <laughs> uh, there you go. But I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So I just I like I said, I just really feel for Sammy here because yeah. like these people, even the girls that are supposed to be her friends are lying to her. Even Polly, who's like Loki, the most mature one in the house. I actually Mike's kind of the only one. And we're probably jumping a little bit ahead here. Yeah. So sorry. But <laughs> okay. Mike's kind of the only one who like starts to give it to her straight. And like I said, maybe we're jumping ahead and we should we should backtrack before we get too excited yeah we'll talk about mike later because there is a sweet moment um that sort of happens at the beginning of the episode where snooki and jenny go to a gay pride club yeah i love i think it was um like last season we talked about how <laughs> we're two gays who love jersey shore so to see them with the gays was super yeah. fun they were like it's gay pride week in miami and it's one of those it things fun. where sometimes you could sometimes when you look back at old media like this you could see like maybe the language isn't quite right but I appreciate the intent and the and the, where they're coming from I felt like they really just loved the gays and totally. they were t- I actually have a little just a little audio I thought this yes. was funny gay pride, yay! <laughs> that's it gay pride, gay pride yay! yay that's hilarious well then they go back from their gay pride night Snooki calls Emilio who is absolutely problematic and homophobic and what the fuck is wrong with Emilio's whole every time right? we've ever heard from him this entire season he's just got a horrible attitude and is being an asshole he's what did chaotic she as fuck like like she'll call him and be like hi and he's like what the fuck like he's instantly mad what does she see in him i have no idea well she breaks up with him immediately after he's being crazy and good to hell with him and she does get sad her and jenny have a little moment on the boardwalk or they go for a walk i guess at some point they have a little moment where snooki cries but girl you are better without him i Mm -hmm. promise one like last thing that he said that bothered me she was saying you know, I, I'm sitting here missing you. I'm sitting here thinking about you. Get every time I call you, it's it's a problem. And then when she's about to hang up on him, the last thing he says is, "I don't miss you. I don't miss you." Yeah, he's an asshole, and he's he's saying things just to get under her skin because he's yeah. a dick. Well, we have another moment. This is a parallel to last season where uh, Mike and Paul bring home some girls. Yeah, Mike forgets that he had set up some backup mm-hmm. girls and I guess he forgot to cancel the backups because two more girls show up so now they've got four girls but this was really funny because he was like he basically treated this like a military plan he was like okay <laughs> we have this here and here stationed we have a station in Vonnie's room we have a station in Vinny's bed here's the plan you two go in here I'm gonna go in defuse the bomb sneak out my girl into the other room okay break and it literally happens he is really fucking funny Mike knows how to be funny Mike is so funny he seems funnier this season than last season I don't know maybe I just like him more this season I do too, actually. I think he's chilled out and he is kind of funny. And he calls the smush room the smash room. 
I feel like is this where we're starting to call it the smush room? Well, he Have called we it called- the smash room. So we're like, I mean, it gets I think it becomes the smush room, but it that's this is where it starts. Guest uh, room, the smash room, the smush room. Yeah. I love how we could, after you know, after years of knowing all these quotes and, and lines, it's cool to see them, like, get set up. Come to fruition, yeah. The one shitty thing, and we won't hard barn about it because we've had this conversation enough times on this podcast, but uh, Mike does call one of the girls a hippopotamus, which <laughs> I don't appreciate. Yeah, that was aggressive for sure. <laughs> but we've already stated our opinion about that kind of thing, so we don't need to go on about it. But, um, so, oh, so... The scheme, this, the little scheme actually works. It does. But he's not slick about it. He brings both girls into the room, tucks one of the girls in, and then says, okay, let's go to the other girl. And yeah, then but they kind of leaned into it because the one girl was like, I'm really tired. So I kind of wonder if that's one of the things where it's like, I don't want to go to his house alone. I don't want to go to the, you know, mm. with the cameras alone. And she's like, I'll come with you, but I'm not hooking up with anybody. And then they probably left the room and the two girls are like, okay, what's the plan? And if I were the, the quote unquote hippopotamus, <laughs> like if I were her, if I were the grenade in the situation and my friend wanted to get laid, I would definitely be like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm going to sleep and y'all do whatever. So then I feel like they kind of had that set up. Then when Mike came back in and was like, you come with me, the girl was already like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Like she, as much as they were giving her shit for being the ugly friend or whatever, she was a good ass friend. And and Mike is lucky that she was like that because yeah, he just, it's just so funny because he plays this, like, he's like a a 007 kind of suave guy. We're going to do this and do this. And then it's just, okay, you go to bed. We're going to leave. He's not yeah, all. it's kind of almost awkward, but like ever, the girls, I feel like are just like, ha, 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 and go with it. I don't know. It's like very hetero too. Well, I think this is a good place to take a break. Do you agree? Yeah, perfect. All right. We'll be right back. Very. Can't get enough of um, hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um, hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um, hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at um, hello pod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, um hello. Hello. <laughs> We're back. Yes, we are. And we're about to get into the drama. Almost. It starts, though, with Angelina, which I'm kind of tired of her drama because I feel like she just has an attitude for no reason. She's supposed to clean. She doesn't want to. She gives everyone attitude. Well, okay. so what happens is she's supposed to be doing the dishes and she's just sitting on the phone. And her conversations aren't even good. Like, she's boring to listen to. She just says, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm bored. No, no, I'm bored. I'm just What are you doing now? What did you buy? (laughs) What flavor? That's like when you're a kid and you call your friend and you just sit there and say nothing. And you're just like, so, anyway, you're just, like, bored together. Did you ever do that as a kid? You just sit on the phone for, like, five hours bored together? 100%. Yeah, I still do it with my friends just on FaceTime from the other side of the country. So, uh, they... Mike and Angelina get in a big fight and, and Mike says she's no longer welcome at family dinner, but he feels bad and he invites her back and he tries to apologize and she's still kind of being bitchy with so funny. Like he's trying to apologize and she's just like, yeah, well, you were in the wrong, so you should be apologizing. Like that's her attitude, which is so it's funny. It's annoying. Why is she that way? Like she's like- Aggressive. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine living with her. 
No, she's just like always on like attack mode. I don't know. But dinner ends up being okay. So they they have dinner and Snooky's a little sad because of Emilio being a little bitch. And she kind of walks out with a picture frame and Jenny knows exactly what's happening. She's like, are you going to burn all this stuff? And she's like, yeah. And you know, it's so funny on my other podcast, we had talked about uh, being friends with your ex on one of our episodes and how like, <laughs> it's very easy as a queer person. I don't know if you do this to like stay friends with your ex. So I have tons of memorabilia still from my exes because I don't, I don't know, like it's fine. And <laughs> Snooki's not that way. She's like, no, no, he's gone. Burn it. Gotta get him out. Block, delete. See ya. That's how I am too. My ego is, is too big. My ego is too, it, it, I guess it depends, but it, if, especially if I like get dumped or get, or it ends in a big fight. My ego will not allow me to ever see that person in a good light again. Forever, oh, they will be a horrible well, person in my mind. I think the way it ends, it, it ends is really important because that is big distinction. I think this moment is kind of funny though because the entire house goes out and like yes. circles around Snooki as she's burning photos. Her so hype crew. I loved it. So they all go to bed. I think that's how the night ends. And well, actually, it ends with the girls putting the letter in the drawer. So they're kind of they they put the bomb down. And let me just nothing's say, you know happening yet, but it's it's been placed. They must have been so stressed because my yeah. heart was beating watching it. Jenny even says that she didn't sleep all night and she was like, I kind of wish we did it in the morning because I, I couldn't sleep all night every time I heard the like anything. I was like, is it the drawer? Like they they were anxious. Uh, but luckily they don't have to confront Sam in the morning and they get to just go to work. Yeah, because uh, yes, yeah, Snooki, Jenny and Mike are the ones who go to work. Right. Sammy wakes up and finds the note and I feel like she acts kind of calm mm -hmm. but i feel like it's because she's literally had like fight after fight after lie after lie that she's just like so what's the word i'm looking for like it's so un. it doesn't even phase her at any point like she's numb to it because it's just happened so much so right. she's just like okay here's the next thing here's this note that says everything and she doesn't freak out she's just like huh well, and you know what, though? I think she might also just be in a state of shock because it yeah. was so like she was just minding her business. I think she just woke up and suddenly she finds a note detailing all these horrible things. I think I just I don't know, because, you know, do you ever have that moment where you find out about something horrible somebody did and you're immediately calm, but like it takes like two days for you to be freaked out? Does that yeah. happen to you? Sort of. See, like when I was trying to break up with one my, my one ex, who I refer to as the mistake, there was so much leading up to me wanting to break up with him that then my one friend like kind of dropped what should have been a big bomb on me. But because there was just so much I was already so pissed at him about, I was just like, yeah, you know what? Add it to the list. Like I, it didn't phase me as much as it should have. And if that had been like, if we'd been great and then she told me that I would have flipped fucking shit. But because everything was already a dumpster fire, I was just like, what's one more flame? Throw the brick into the pot, like throw the log back on the fire. Go ahead. It was just like very that. Well, I remember my very first breakup ever. Like we, it was my first real relationship. I mean, and yeah. we've been together for a year. We even lived together. And, um, I, I got home one day from work and he was all acting all weird. And so finally he dropped this bombshell on me that he had been dating somebody that he had been like emotional. I don't know if they physically cheated, but he had been emotionally cheating. Okay. 
and basically was like, you know, and I, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. So mm. like within like 20 minutes, I found out I've been emotionally cheating on you. And I think we're, I think I want to break up with you or I think we're done. And I went to work the next day and me and my mom, actually, we met up for lunch and we was just hanging out, just eating Wingstop. And like 10 minutes into it, she mentioned him and I was like, oh, we broke up last night. Like it was just so <laughs> in my mind, I was like, eh, whatever. Sometimes I feel like you have to compartmentalize. It's almost yeah. like a it's like a um, like a defense mechanism. And it's just like a thing where you're just like, yep, this is happening. And it's like that meme yeah. where everything's on fire in the background and the dog's just like, this is fine. Everything's fine. That's like an evolutionary like biology thing to, think, uh, to keep you safe. I think it, it was my very mm-hmm. first breakup. So I was like, this is easy. What is everyone always going on about it with the crying and the, it's too much. It's so easy to break up. Look, I just did it last night and it's fine. And it literally <laughs> took. I would say like a full week for it to like hit me because for like then a you week like, oh, I would get fuck. home and I'd just like I'd smoke weed I'd watch movies I was in a great mood I was like I'm glad to have the apartment to myself and then finally like a week later I was like oh shit that fucking sucks <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I feel like Sammy's in this weird cloud yeah. of like not even knowing what to think what to do and she has that kind of just like Okay, this is this is what's next. And she's at this point, she's actually kind of like she her head's actually kind of on straight. Like she kind of gets it at this point. She asks Polly, he denies it. And she's like, no, I just know that they're going to stick up for, you know, their boy. I I, she was like, I can't imagine that this no isn't true. And before she confronts Ron, Vinny tries to tell Ron and by in doing so does this like charade across the lunch table. <laughs> it's like note Sammy. Like I'm like, <laughs> how is and Ronnie like gets it somehow? I'm like, did they cut out all the parts where Ron's like, what the fuck are you doing? Ugh, and you know what? And he was whispering, which I, I hate when people whisper on reality shows. Yeah. Because those little microphones, it just sounds so horrible. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. And then the famous last words from Ronnie. He walks in. He sits down with Sam. He sees the note and he says, what's that? Uh, and in that moment, everything changes. Uh, at this moment, she's still calm, though, which is crazy. I, I thought that once Ron confronted her, once they started talking, it, it would immediately blow up into a huge fight. But it actually started pretty calm scarily he gets calm. pissed more than she like she yeah. should be the one that's mad but he actually gets mad because he's just like who the fuck did this who doesn't have my back and it's like you're the evil person why are you mad for everyone else not covering for you and he's okay doing, interesting move he's doing something interesting which is where he's semi admitting it he's admitting to the things that he feels like he could get away with yes and he's denying the parts that he feels like are uh you know there's no coming back from the, the well i'm glad you said what he can get away with because he thinks he can talk his way out of it he's still laughing in confessionals it's all fucking right. joke to him i have to say it, this was not you know this episode is pretty dark yeah. And this moment is pretty dark, but it, I have to admit it's a little funny that he, Sam was asking, did you make out with somebody? And he's saying no. And it kept cutting back to him making out and back and forth. I thought that was a funny moment. It sucks because like on one hand, it's exposing Ron for the cheater that he is. Yeah. It's also f- f- edited in a way that's funny, but it does 
suck for Sammy because if I were her, I would just keep thinking like I look so stupid, Mm -hmm. you know, like that sucks to have to like be in that situation. And then, yeah, like, how the fuck do you know what's real? Angelina's denying everything like Ronnie's denying most things. He goes back and forth, too, between what he's admitting and what he's lying. Like he's saying, like, I did do this, but I didn't do that. And Mm -hmm. he's so fucking manipulative because she's not even saying things. He's just like yelling in circles. And then he starts yelling at her like every night I come home to you and I'm Mm -hmm. doing this for you and I wake up with you and you don't even see that. And it's like, well, yeah, because you're making out with half of Miami. I don't, you know, it's funny that he uses that as a defense. Oh, I end up with you. It's manipulative. It's it's so abusive. Well, he's using that as a defense as if that's not what part of the problem is, is that he makes out with girls and he hooks up and then he gets into bed with her. That is the problem. That's like a thing that people will say is it's like a toxic thing mm-hmm. that people say of like well i'm coming home to you like yeah. so, so as if that means oh you're my priority but it's like no you're just you that's so taking advantage of that person and walking all over them it's so horrible well we cut back to jenny and Snooky at work and they make really honestly a stupid decision they decide to call the house. That was to, stupid. To that was to, really stupid. They, I guess the reasoning was they wanted to talk to Angelita to see if uh, Sam had read the note. But of course, Sam answers. Duh. I mean, what and the what fuck were they thinking? Because Sam immediately is like, I found this note. Did you guys write it? Did you? And she said, this is the only time she says letters. She's like, did you write me a letter? Mm-hmm. And what do you think would have happened if the girls had said yes? Oh, I don't know. Because I don't know that there was no any idea. way that Sam wasn't going to be pissed at everybody. Yeah. But I feel like if maybe in that first minute they said, yes, we just found everything out and we didn't know how to tell you. And so we we did. Then yeah. I don't know if if I don't know, because at some point, Sammy is like, I appreciate whoever wrote this. Obviously, he's saying some things in the letter are true. So it's all definitely true it's i feel like if they had come clean things might have been more salvageable but mm-hmm. they everyone's lying to sam so she's just like what the fuck like what is happening yeah and i i i guess they were they felt like they were in too deep and so yeah but they should have just admitted it they i think they really really wanted her to think production wrote it did we have that conversation last week about them hoping she would yeah. blame it on production yeah we talked about that and in, in why they wrote the note and like why they use certain language and things yeah but nobody like suggests it like in the whole who wrote the note you know gtf jim tanning find out who wrote the note that's what they say <laughs> like in that whole thing it's only the only suspects are castmates there's mm-hmm. no talk of like what if it wasn't one of us like that wasn't even brought up i guess because they are probably instructed not to talk about production or the cameras but in this instance it seems like they just want to blame someone else in the house and it seems like from the very beginning the moment the note is discovered everybody always kind of has an inclination that it's jenny and snooki why do you think that is only because they know none of the guys are gonna tell on ron or at least i don't think they think so and so if it's going to be the girls, you know, not, they, I don't think they think Angelina is liked enough to be involved in anything. Yeah. And so that's just, that's just only leaves. I think it's more like process of elimination. Yeah. That's why they weren't 
I don't know. They weren't really smart about the way they did it because it is kind of obviously Mm-mm. them. Yeah, and they're going to come home and have more fights blow up, but they hang up with Sam from from the shop. And before they go home, do you want to take a little break? I think we should. Okay, be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want to hear more queer voices or maybe just more of Gina? Well, I'm Cheyenne from Hot Nassian. And I'm Seb, and we're Gina's co-host from her other podcast, Sapphic Survival Guide. Each week, we cover a new topic in the queer universe and answer all the questions that you want to know. Yeah, so after you're done listening to this episode, of course, pop on over to Sapphic Survival Guide, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, hello. So we're back, and Sammy is freaking out a little bit now, and the girls come home. They read the note alongside Mike, who's laughing really at the note, probably because of the way it's written, because it's like he put his head in cocktail waitress's breast. He made out with fat chicks. So he's like more laughing at what's in the note. And the girls are like, stop. We're trying to like be serious. Like, we don't want her to know it's us. He like, So it was kind of funny moment. But Sammy's like, this isn't fucking funny. Like, and, and Mike's Mike, defense, it's mm-hmm. fucking funny. It <laughs> is. Funny note. It is funny, but but like in also in Mike's defense, he's pretty much the only one who's saying, yeah, what's in the note is true. Like she's Mm -hmm. like, is this true? And he's like, what does the note say? If it's in the note, it must be true. And and so like as much as Mike's like not taking this seriously, he's the only one giving her any answers at this point, too. She's looking in the confessionals and she's like saying, I can't believe him. I can't be with him. Mm -hmm. And Ronnie's like pissed at everybody else for selling him out. He had to have known this was coming, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, what'd you expect? Everybody in the house, and he knew everybody in the house knew. He knew that everybody but Sam knew. There was no way that this was gonna not blow up in his face. And you know what? Even if nobody said anything, did you forget you're on a television show and eventually she'd watch it? So what was your end game? Maybe he was hoping he'd at least have the rest of this season. You know what I mean? Like, I think he knew if they came back for season three, there'd be a lot of drama, but maybe he hoped that he could just have this one last summer. (laughs) So you think he knew it wasn't sustainable on some level because i don't know he seems like he really thought it was just going to be fine for him forever you know what there's no there's no getting into that head of ron's he just operates on a whole different wavelength than the two of us do and i don't (laughs) think we could ever understand i think we could sit and try to why does he do this why did he say that there's just no way of knowing that's true and the episode ends with ron first he's very very aggressive he's yelling at sam like tell me now if you want this tell me if you want this or no tell me if you want this or no it's so weird and crazy and toxic and then he's like all right well and this is he's done this before just at clubs instead he's at the house and he's like all right well if we're over i'm gonna go he pulls out his phone book and he calls what is might be his ex-girlfriend she's listed Mm -hmm. as his hometown hottie and he's then starts flirting the fuck with her this is the moment the switch from arguing with sam and the tone in his voice to then being like hey what's up on the phone like the whole thing felt so sinister and manipulative yeah Yeah. um and then scary it makes me wonder what was going on because were, were sam and ron broken up between season one and two i can't remember yeah they broke up on the reunion remember Oh, that's so right. So they were the, together for a little bit after the show. Then they broke up on the reunion and they right. were broken up when they got to the house. Okay. Miami. So, 
so this this they they broke up during the reunion and then they got back together at the beginning of season two so they had a period where they weren't together so was ron like dating this girl again because she calls him babe when they hang up she goes okay bye bye babe maybe or maybe she's like an ex from before or maybe he was cheating on her the whole time like i have no idea but what what's annoying and again with the switch that you just mentioned he's all like oh hey babe whatever Mm -hmm. and he's all like talk like oh i'm gonna go call some girl because fuck sam sam walks up and he immediately lies and is like no no no, it's tj it's it's fine it's just it's tj oh big and bad like fuck her fuck her but then when she catches you you're gonna lie again you're doing everything that they said you did in the note you're just doing it again i know exactly i don't understand exactly like he's trying to deny what's what he's being accused of but then goes and does it literally five seconds later it's, it's bizarre really wild. it makes it no wild. sense to me I and then they finally like break up oh i mean i shouldn't say finally then they break up for now and mm-hmm. they go to sleep in separate beds and everybody goes to sleep and the house feels quiet and it feels at the end of the episode like the drama is over for now but it's we know it's so far from over and i will say at this point Although everyone does suspect Jenny and Snooki, it is not confirmed. And Sam no. still has not decided officially it was them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's, they haven't completely like as a friend group started fighting yet. Yeah. But there's, it, Sam definitely knows. And I do think it's funny though that uh, yeah. there's a point where Sam confronts Jenny and is like, did you write this note? What do you think? And she, and Jenny says, uh, do whatever you gotta do. I'm not getting involved, but I'm not getting involved. She's trying to play it off again. Like, oh, I didn't write it. It's your business. It sucks because like, okay, I get wanting to take that approach, but I do feel like, yeah, y'all were her friends. And at, and at this point, it's gone on so long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, we've reached the end of this episode and the next one is going to be even crazier. It is, and the cookie quote I pulled for this episode is a nice little Sam and Ron fight. Nothing, you know, too crazy, but it, it's kind of hilarious, like Sam's level of dramatics, which is why I pulled it. Um, who would you like to be? Who would you like your character to be? Ooh, let's see. You do, Sam. Okay, I'll I'm do gonna, it. I'm going to give you the starring role this time. I'll, I'll take it. Okay. I'll do a supporting role. We can both, you know, you can win best <laughs> actor and I can win best supporting actor. It'll be perfect. Amazing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Sam. You should probably leave me alone. What? You should probably never talk to me ever again. You're going to do this? You can't talk to me like a normal human being? Why do you deserve the right to be talked to? Amen. Scene. <laughs> True, girl. And she should have stuck to that. <laughs> She should have kept that mentality throughout the rest of the season, girl. If only. Well, there's a lot left to get into. The season of The Note. I know we're in Miami, but really, this is the season of The Note. But all, all right. right we'll see you next that, time. Um, goodbye. Um, hello. No, um, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um, hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. 
And you can find me anywhere online at The Libregina, including my website, thelibregina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.